everyone. Welcome to another episode of Take Back My Brain. Today we're going to be exploring leaky gut, or otherwise known as intestinal permeability. So I hope you have enjoyed this series on gut health because it's vitally important that we heal our gut if we want to heal our brain and we have to calm down that brain in order to heal the gut. So I am thoroughly enjoying this series. We have a few more videos to go yet. And then there's always the opportunity to join the Calm Mom community at the end. And then we have a few surprises as well coming up. So stay tuned for some, maybe a cookbook in the process. I don't know, but let's dive into leaky gut. So how many of you out there have heard of leaky gut, right? So I probably a lot of you are raising your hand. Do you really know what it is though? So does everybody have leaky gut? What's going on here? You know, why are the guts of America's Americans so much worse than say, you know, Europeans or Asians or those types of things. So Let's dive into leaky gut. So what is leaky gut? We have what's called an intestinal lining that runs throughout our digestive system. And it's called semi-permeable. And so I want you to think of semi-permeability as if you're straining something through, say, a cheesecloth. So that's got little holes in it, right? But it doesn't let anything big through. And that's what the lining of our intestine is. So it's semi-permeable. So it's going to let the good stuff out, the really the stuff that needs to get into our bloodstream so it can travel to where we need it in the body. So that's the nutrients going out of the gut after it's been broken down, digested, you know, changed into amino acids, etc. That's what's supposed to go through that semi-permeable membrane. Well, what happens is when we have leaky gut, um, that semi-permeable membrane all of a sudden gets holes in it, say like Swiss cheese, okay? So you take that lovely piece of cheesecloth and you just start cutting holes of it. And then we have things that go through into our bloodstream that aren't supposed to be there. Say like strawberries, tomatoes, wheat, corn, rice. All of a sudden we're developing food sensitivities because things are going into our bloodstream and our immune system, the intelligence of the body, the innate system of our body says, hey, that's not supposed to be here. So we're gonna go and attack it. And then this happens again and again and again, all of a sudden you develop food sensitivities. And as this goes on for a long time, leaky gut leads into a deeper autoimmune condition because autoimmune is an overreaction of the autoimmune system time and time again, that's constantly targeting uh, a weakness in your body. Okay. So that's what leaky gut is. So how do we get this leaky gut? Cause we're like, I didn't do anything to poke holes in there. Like, why is my gut so permeable now? Why do I have such big holes in it? And there can be quite a few different factors. Some of the biggest factors is stress. So remember stress is chemical, physical, or emotional. So let's talk about chemical exposure. So Unfortunately, our food system, especially here in the United States, is chemical laden unless you're very intentional, intentional about picking out organic homegrown foods that haven't been sprayed. One of the biggest offenders is called glyphosate. That's going to be Roundup. If you heard of Roundup Ready Corn, etc., those are chemicals that are sprayed on our field and Roundup in particular um, drives or bores holes into the gut lining. So we'll actually cause leaky gut. So if you're eating anything that's been genetically modified, that's been sprayed with Roundup, which everything that is genetically modified has been sprayed with Roundup, or you're eating um, other herbicides, foods that have been sp heavily sprayed, that's gonna cause 
a stress in the, envi in the environment of your gut. It's going to change the soil. Remember last time we talked about the soil of our gut? So if you kill a lot of things, what happens to the soil? It becomes dead, right? So we have these beautiful little things that run along our, our intestine with their little hairs. They're called cilia. And so what happens is when we get leaky gut, those cilia kind of get really weak and tired and die. And they, they produce these things that are called enterocytes that, you know, go up and down in these crypts and stuff in our, in our intestines. I don't want to get too sciencey on you, but all of a sudden those look like they're sick and dying. And then we don't absorb things well. So that's a chemical stress on the body. So what's important to do is to clean out the chemicals. It can also be chemicals that you're not ingesting, but that you're putting on your body. So that's going to be shampoo, conditioner, lotions, um, scented candles, plug-in air fresheners, your cleaning supplies. All of these things, when we create this toxic overload, this chemical toxic overload in our body, it affects our gut. And it really, really does. Like you have to clean up your environment. You have to clean up the toxins in order for your body to heal. It's just that important, right? Because our skin is our biggest organ and it absorbs everything that it comes in contact to. And so then that gets into our bloodstream that affects our gut because it destroys our microbiome. And we talked about the microbiome. We have a really great podcast coming up with Mike Reese who talks about the microbiome. So stay tuned for that. But it's really important to clean up those chemicals. So that's a chemical stressor. A physical stressor can, you know, be the type of food that we're eating. Maybe we're sensitive to it and we haven't taken that out. Another stressor that can cause leaky gut is you got in a car accident. Okay. Um, you had a trauma to your body that automatically just opens up the membranes in our body, even in our brain. So leaky gut usually means we have leaky brain. So nutrients are affecting our brain the way they're not supposed to as well. If you've had a concussion, that is a trauma on the body that can cause leaky gut. Again, leaky brain, leaky gut. You may have fallen and broken your arm. You may have had something, I don't, I don't know, random happen to you. Maybe, I don't know, a surgery. A surgery can cause leaky gut. Those types of things. So those are physical things that can happen. So we've talked about chemical, physical, and then emotional. That's where the crazy stress comes in, right? Because we have to be able to take ourselves out of that sympathetic mode, which is our fight or flight, our drive, we're chasing, we're going, we're constantly on the go, back into that parasympathetic mode. It's called rest and digest mode. You cannot digest your food properly if you're on the go. That's why you shouldn't eat in the car. That's why you shouldn't eat when you're stressed. That's why you have to take a deep breath, you know, five to 10 breaths before you before you start eating, say a prayer before you start eating, just calm down that brain so you can actually digest the food so that your tight junctions, your leaky gut doesn't happen. So those junctures stay tight in that small intestine, okay? So that's really important. Um, our thoughts, if we're just like this negative Nelly all the time and we're angry and bitter, that's gonna create leaky gut. So we have to create this lifestyle of peace, right? Rejoice in the Lord always. Right. doesn't mean you're happy about your situation, but it means that you're not going to let it ruin everything else in your life. So when we have those types of stressors, just think about it. What could be causing my digestive issues? Because a lot of people just focus on the physical, um, you know, here, take some supplements um, and then it'll be fine. Well, it doesn't work that way or just take out grains and it'll be fine. But no, we have to actually go in and heal the leaky gut so that we can also heal that gut to brain connection. Cause this is all about taking back our brain, right? Cause if our gut is messed up, 
our brain isn't going to work correctly because most of our neurotransmitters, 80 to 90% of serotonin, which is our happy, happy sunshine neurotransmitter is actually created in our gut. So if our gut is messed up, we know that our neurotransmitter serotonin is probably really depleted. And that might be why we're kind of grumpy and frumpy and just the world just looks kind of cloudy and gray all the time. Okay. Does that make sense? And some of the diseases that come out of leaky gut are just pretty much all your autoimmune diseases. If you have an autoimmune disease, you have a leaky gut issue. If you have an Alzheimer dementia diagnosis, you have a leaky gut issue and that has to be addressed. So I can't really emphasize that enough. So what are some basic things we can do? One, we're going to clean out the toxins. You're going to do your very best to eat toxin-free foods. So if you don't buy things in packages, that's a start, right? And then if you buy organic when possible, or at least locally grown, know who you're buying from. And then we kind of might just have to get into preserving some food, right? I mean, I know people are like, I don't have time for that. And that's part of the problem is that we've become so disconnected with our food and so disconnected with who we are and how our body responds that we've just kind of neglected that, that piece of what we were created for. We're supposed to be close to nature and close to our food. So even doing a little bit of, say, making some kombucha or learning how to ferment something or just cooking, you know, hamburger and potatoes and some green beans at home is a really great start. So it might not be as exciting or as easy, but pick something and just start making a change. So I like to challenge my clients when we're talking about just making small changes, like, okay, this week we're going to try this. Okay. You got that mastered. Well, then next week, well, if you don't have it mastered in a week, well, let's try it again for another week. And then we're going to add in the next thing, right? So it's really important that we work on our food system and make our food as clean as possible. So cut out the pop, cut out the sugar. I would personally cut out grain because that's where most of what we're getting the glyphosate is, and then go from there. Just eat the highest quality food that you can afford, but avoid sugars, avoid pops, and then eat organic as much as you possibly can. Second thing is, is clean up your environment, right? So getting those toxins out in our house. So change your soap they're using, change your shampoo. There's some relatively inexpensive options out there. You don't have to buy a $30 bottle of shampoo. I mean, there's even recipes you know, for homemade shampoo and those kind of things. So just remember, whatever you're putting on your skin is going to your brain and it's going to your gut. So that's really, really important that we shift that. Um, change your fats. Change your fats so you can heal your gut. Your gut needs a lot of healthy fat in order to heal. So if you're eating corn, canola, or soy, safflower oil, sunflower oil, just read your labels and switch to avocado oil, olive oil. Butter, yes, butter is okay. Ghee, coconut oil. Switch to those good, healthy fats because it takes a really long time to, to break down corn, soy, and canola oil. And they're in your body, in your cells, wreaking havoc and causing inflammation and inflammation causes leaky gut. So change your oils and then eat a wide variety of foods. So don't eat the same thing all the time, because if you have food sensitivities, that kind of tells me that you're always eating the same kind of food all the time. So variety, variety is good. Some of you may need to take out all vegetables for a while. I'll put people on a carnivore diet if you really have a hard time healing their gut, okay? 
or you may need to cut back on some fiber rich foods. So it just kind of depends on the person. I like to individualize it. Some basic supplementation that you can use is to start incorporating fermented foods. That's pretty exciting. Either you can make them yourself or a lot of grocery stores have at least one or two fermented foods in them now. So you're going to go to the refrigerator section. Usually it's by the vegetables. They, a lot of times they'll have a sauerkraut and some pickles, maybe some kimchi. I've noticed in some stores around here, they even have like a carrot, carrot mix of some sort and some beets and those kind of things. And if you are following me on my social media, you will see me making some fermented foods in the next couple of weeks as well. I'm also going to host a fermented food uh, making shop here locally. So if you're local, watch out for that because there'll be an advertisement for you to join in on that class and learn how to make some fermented foods. And then I'm also going to be, whoop, I'm so excited, publishing a fermented foods cookbook. So if you're up for trying your own, those are great resources for you, or you can try to buy them in the store. Yogurts, kefir, uh, make sure they're grass-fed, they're at least organic, because remember, we want to reduce the toxic load that's going on in our body. There's also really high quality probiotic supplements that you can use. One of my favorite ones out there is called Megaspore. That link is going to be down in the show notes for you. So you can click on that and find that. And then a gut supplement that I love to use that actually seals those tight, those tight junctions and it blocks glyphosate from entering the bloodstream in the body. And that supplement is called Ion. It was designed by Zach Bush. And that link will also be here in the show notes for you. So those are two fantastic options to start with. So if you're looking for two things, two things to start with, or even just one, just pick one of those to start with, okay? Um, that's going to help you to heal and seal that leaky gut. So if you want to dive a little bit further, then I would work on some like food sensitivities and, um, you know, send me a message, ask me, hey, how do I find out if I have leaky gut? Because I do testing. So we do food sensitivity testing. We do leaky gut testing. Sometimes we'll do some stool testing to see how well you're digesting your food because oftentimes there's a lot more going on than we, than we really think there is. But leaky gut is honestly a serious issue and it shouldn't be taken lightly. I know that it's kind of like the buzz going on right now. Like everybody has leaky gut. Well, there are a lot of people who have autoimmune conditions. A lot of people have anxiety and depression. And guess what? Leaky gut is part of that. So that is something that we have to digest. So remember, I work, start with the brain and end with the brain, right? So we start neck up. So we balance the brain so that you can make the food choices, the changes that need to be done. And then we go to the gut. So then we start working on the leaky gut. And I like to do those two things hand in hand because that can make profound changes for people. So our guts, our guts are really messed up in this country. Um, so anyway... Not to discourage you, but to know that there is hope. So leaky gut is a real thing and it can be overturned. You can get your gut health back, but it's going to take time. And I don't mean like three months time. It takes a couple of years to really heal the gut well. So I don't want to lie to you and say, hey, you can take two supplements and you'll be fine because that's not true. You have to be super diligent in your lifestyle, in your food choices, in your supplementation, and in your mindset, you have to think positive about all these things. So I hope that's super helpful for you. I have enjoyed this gut series and I can't wait to do some more videos with all of you. So join me at the end of the month for the Q&A in the Calm Mom community. So I'm super excited to be starting that. And 
Make sure you like, subscribe, and share this video and all my other ones. Um, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I would love to hear comments from you. Thank you for everyone who I've seen out and about that says, hey, I love your podcast. That just means so much to me. So thank you all. I will see you in the next episode and have a healthy day.